0: Friendly Atheist Dad. I hope you're having a great day and welcome to the Tall Friendly Atheist Dad Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Tall Friendly Atheist Dad Podcast. It is my absolute pleasure to have Taylor Nielsen on, on the line with me. Good morning, Taylor good morning how you doing good. good now from your accent i don't think it's a. I, I i don't think good morning sounds right does it
1: no actually it's uh about five o'clock where i'm at so
0: fair enough fair enough have, have you have you had a good day
1: yeah it's been pretty relaxing weather was pretty decent here today so fair finally nice. getting into spring here so
0: so you're not under six feet of snow like you were a couple of weeks ago
1: oh gosh no <laughs> nope <laughs> definitely not no,
0: fair, enough, fair enough now just uh, just just to clarify uh taylor you go by the handle of a uh, humanist rocker on twitter which is which is how which is how we cross paths
1: correct yep
0: no, excellent yep. now um one of the reason i brought you on is because i'm actually interested in your in your backstory um you are like me in that you were a christian uh for some time but you've left the faith
1: Yes, that's correct. No, yes. Actually, actually, actually,
0: Taylor, I'll get you to introduce yourself. Could you tell me a little bit more about yourself, and then we'll get we'll get into the questions.
1: Yeah. So I was a Christian for over twenty years. Um, I just turned twenty nine, so you know, probably since I was about four or five years old, you know, my parents were taking me to church, and yep. you know, I was in, involved with the church. I played in. Um, the uh church youth group band, uh, yep, yep, for a little bit, <laughs> um, you know, all, all that stuff, and uh, you know, it's that's just uh, the way my family was. You know, we went to church every every weekend, every Sunday, and for a while, actually, I, I remember we went to church on Wednesdays sometimes too. Um, in fact, my uh, my stepdad, um, who uh, was living with us, it was my mom's stepdad, my brother and I, mm-hmm. uh, he was actually um, like a part-time preacher, so he would kind of uh, give sermons at church on certain days, whether it was Sunday or Wednesday, you know, Yep. yep. Uh, so, yeah, we were uh, pretty heavily involved uh, for a while um and that was mostly up in when we lived in wisconsin but uh we lived in illinois here for the past 10 years and they moved out of state a few years ago now so it's just me here in illinois now.
0: <laughs> like, uh,
1: yeah. but uh and now i am officially i've officially been an atheist for uh, probably close to two years now. Oh, okay. In 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 different in different, I guess, um, degrees of atheism. I'm I'm more an atheist now than I was a couple of years ago. But but yeah. Um, Fair enough. Okay, uh, that's a
0: yeah. no worries. Um, one of the reasons that your story intrigued me was that, um. I like even just listening to that. There's a number of parallels between uh, your your walk in and out as well. So throughout throughout your story, you know, I'll I'll give you some comparisons to mine, and uh, we can compare notes and um, let our let let the listening audience, uh, yeah, take all that in. So, so you were effectively raised Christian by a Christian family.
1: Correct. Yeah, very much so.
0: No, right. okay. Uh, whereas with me, um, I was actually so. So you didn't actually choose to come into the faith. Basically,
1: is that the good way? Good way of putting it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I didn't necessarily choose to to do it. Um, but what happened, I guess, over time is that going enough, you know, you you just fall into it, you know, yep. and. Then, and then it just kind of snowballs from there so i essentially became a willing christian just Mm -hmm. from being used to my parents taking me to church every weekend so yep yep so because one of one of the um you
0: may have heard this uh criticism already and look i will get into response to criticism uh, towards the end of the towards the end of the chat but Surely, you would have heard. Well, hold on. You never actively gave your life to the Lord, so you were never really a Christian. Um, What would you say to that?
1: Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that's necessarily the case with me because it kind of progressed to that point over time. Because, and I was actively, actively praying. I was involved in my church. Like I said, I played youth. uh, I played bass guitar in the, mm-hmm. um, youth group band, um, you know, I, let's see, I know I, I, you know, gave several, like, well, I wouldn't call them witness accounts, but I spoke in front of church a few times. Okay. Um, so, so, basis, baptized, so.
0: so basically, so, you were, so, so you were baptized, uh, you considered yourself a Christian and everybody around you considered you a Christian as well
1: yes absolutely. okay
0: and i think for for all intents and purposes like when i get the well hold on you were never really a christian um you know i've i've been uh, me personally i've been an atheist or an outspoken atheist now for about four or five years uh being active on twitter for maybe one of those years um and that and yeah i get the criticism well, hold on you would never really you know if you, you're the fact that you can, you've walked away, and you're now criticizing Jesus and God means you never really were a Christian. And so I say to them, well, look, you know, I've been in numerous denominations. I've led Bible study. Everyone in the three church, everyone in the four churches that I was in, uh, everyone considered me a Christian, and they all wondered, or oh, Damien, what happened. So yeah, it's uh, it's interesting that that we have to yeah. ask these kind of questions were hold on did you say the prayer of salvation did you get baptized did you get you know well well, hold on would you ask would you ask a buddhist that would you ask a muslim that you know whether they were really muslim because you know they may not have or may have um performed some secret ritual that there anyway um so if i can ask what denomination or denominations were you
1: so predominantly um I was involved in the Methodist Church. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, I now, will say that wh- I, I did attend uh, Catholic services a few times.
0: Okay. All right. So, w- w- are the Methodists in your part of the world ultra conservative, or maybe uh, ultra, but you know, fairly conservative?
1: You know, it's kind of interesting. Um, some of some of the uh, people that I used to go to church with, um. I'm actually friends with still on Facebook um, and they are actually um, quite liberal, um, yep. even progressive. Um, now I, I know for a fact that there were a lot that were conservative.
0: Okay. All right. Um, but, but were yeah. they, but are they conservative because they're older and, you know, just, more, you know, like the older you get, sometimes the more conservative you get, that kind of thing or were they genuinely young people who had a a conservative doctrine
1: um, I'd say a good mix of both um, okay all right. there were a lot of older conservatives for sure but yeah yep. um,
0: not fair enough okay so in, in my experience I um just trying to think my first, the first church I actively attended was a Lutheran Church. And that then from there, I went to a non-denominational charismatic church. Okay. Uh, from there, I went to a Church of Christ. And then uh, I finished my walk in a Baptist. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I I, I I like to joke with my friends that the the only things I haven't been are Catholic or Appalachian snake handler. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, but um, but when, when I say Baptists, um, in, in Australia, like the ba- Baptists are, like the most inoffensive, you know, the most welcoming, um, you know, very very placid, very vanilla form of Christianity, um you know i know in your part of the world baptist has a bit of a is a bit of a dirty word especially especially when there's either southern or independent in front of in front of the word baptist
1: right exactly i was i was gonna say that is, yeah 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 that well, sounds way different than ours <laughs> I,
0: I d- definitely definitely like you know um it's uh this is actually really weird like over here the baptist uh well particularly the baptist church i was in um when i came out as an so when i was uh, when i came out as an atheist um, I was actually serving in, I think, three different, uh, three different uh, ministries, for want of a better word, and they actually let. Actually, I was I was serving in three different ministries. And I was actually running one of them, and mm-hmm. they actually like not only did they say, well, you know, well, th- thanks for being honest with us, but they they were more thankful that I turned up and I was helping. Like they didn't kick me out at all, and like you know they were. Yeah, you know, so well look, you know, we, we see that we see that you have a heart for people and that you care and all that kind of stuff, which is which is what I do, you know, I, I care. Right. And yeah, they're like, you know, I, I couldn't I couldn't imagine a Baptist church in America having an active atheist um helping out with their Sunday morning services kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that would surprise me if I found out here. <laughs>
0: so, and, and this, this this kind of gets into my 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 walk out of Christianity as well. But yeah, maybe like later on in the chat with that. Okay, so you, uh, what was, what did I have lined up? So, so basically, okay, so Methodist and Catholic—that's a bit of an interesting mix.
1: Like, yeah, where where
0: where, where did the Catholicism come into it?
1: So, I wasn't like um like an actual uh, Catholic practitioner Um, okay yeah so my my dad um my birth father yeah yeah. um he uh i don't know actually i don't even know if he still goes to church but and this was way back when we were my brother and i were young Uh, he took us to uh, catholic mass a few times okay um and I was like, boy, this is weird. <laughs> and that was my first reaction. And, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: No, fair enough. Okay. So, so you're basically a Christian for about 20 years, is the, the way I the way the way I read it.
1: Yeah. About 20, 25 years.
0: Okay. All right. Now, I was about 15, 20, 15, 20 myself. Um, yeah. So basically, you, you went through uh, primary school, you went through high school uh, as a Christian.
1: Yes. Well, yeah. And there's actually something interesting about that. Um, yep. is, uh, so I went to public school, um, up until, uh, sixth grade. And then, um, my parents decided to pull me out of public school because, and, you know, looking back on it now is is a lot of bs you know it's um you know there's you know obviously church state separation yep kind of, <laughs> <laughs> kind, of. Not, not, kind of now um but um i think i had wrote, wrote in, or written a uh, a a uh, some kind of report or a paper in middle school, there, and I mentioned God or something in it. I, I can't remember all the details there, but apparently, it, um, either this teacher didn't like it or um, I got a bad grade because of that. Um, okay, yeah, yep. yeah. And my stepdad kind of said, Enough was enough with that. Um, weirdly enough, that was like the only time that had happened, but. Um, so he pulled us out, and I was actually homeschooled for the rest of really middle school and high school, and it was, and essentially I went to like a religious school after that point, okay, because all the material was religious in some way.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, just on your point of uh church state separation, um, one of the things I like to go to my American friends with is the fact that. Uh, in Australia, um, I- even though we are a, a Western democracy, um, our democracy is is a, is run is run by Queen Elizabeth um, in in Britain, right? And yep. which is yeah, it's uh, like she 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 doesn't like interfere in Australia in Australian politics uh, whatsoever, but it is mm-hmm. more of, it's more is more of a position of formality. But um, Queen Elizabeth is also the head of the Anglican Church as well. So okay. th- there is literally no church state separation. The, the 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 monarch of England is also the head of the church. <clears throat> so I find it, yeah, exactly, and this is this is the thing like, you know, um we have no mandated church church state separation. Um and our current monarch is literally the head of of her own church. Yet having said that you know it's very it's very rare that um religious dogma or religious proselytism will find its way into a school or somewhere like the, the most will be um like there is a government program for to fund chaplains to to be mm. attached to schools um and there are programs where uh, what are they What are they what do they call them? like a specific i think it's called specific religious education okay. where um like maybe for like an hour a week or an hour a fortnight like you know a like this is becoming less popular but maybe 15 20 30 years ago this is really popular where like you know a, a religious a religious representative and more often more often than not they're always Protestant evangelicals will come in and give like some sort of like moral lecture or sermon or play games with the religious theme on them but that's really about it. Like even in uh, religious schools, probably the most outward expression Mm -hmm. of religion is like a a morning prayer played over the loudspeakers or something, you know, something something like that. It's not really, you know, like there's, there's no requirement to be a Christian. Like they say, Oh, you must live by Christian values, but it's like, yeah, what, you know, whatever kind of thing is very, it's very, it's very rare. Like it does happen, but it's very rare that, um a religious school will enforce some sort of religious religious uh, or orthodoxy um whereas it might and from what you're saying you know it's kind of like the opposite in the states where there it's the opposite in the states where there is church state separation and it's like go figure
1: right yeah the, it's like we ha- we have this stuff put into place and and then
0: it's constantly ignored
1: the, right yeah all the, all the church tries to do is sink its little tentacles into every <laughs> little piece of society. And they're trying to get like, you know, Christian teachings and public schools. Now it's like, well, you guys already have private schools for that. Yeah. Like your, yeah. your you're, you're private Christian schools for that. So that's not good enough. No. And this is, so, um,
0: this is my, my, one of my bugbears with, uh, I don't know. I don't know if you've ever heard the word dominion theology.
1: Um, I've I've heard of it. I'm not too familiar with it, though. Uh, okay.
0: Dominion theology is basically that the the only good government is a God government.
1: Oh, okay. Like a the- uh, theocracy.
0: Correct. Yes, a theo. Yeah, a, a Christian, a Protestant, evangelical theocracy. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, and that's um, that
1: sounds like what it's trying to be here. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And this is a uh, yeah a little bit a little bit scary, but um the next question the next question I was going to ask is what what major life events did your religion influence
1: um as far as, far as like um,
0: well I, I suppose like um, like, like yeah uh, no, i take it you are married yes okay w- did yes. you were you married as a as an atheist or as a as a christian
1: um, it, I, was, I was still a christian at at that point but okay I want to say almost just barely, though. I was kind of on that tipping point. I wasn't... My parents were almost gone then, and I really wasn't going to church. I was moved out of their house by then, so... Okay. I was right. kind of doing whatever I wanted, so...
0: Okay, but did you get married in a church?
1: I did you... not get married in a church. Oh, okay. Um, all right, that's... Yeah, I didn't, I didn't necessarily want to do that. And... um as you can imagine my parents weren't necessarily too happy about that oh, okay. and so you know that, so, that was so, kind so, of a sticking so, point
0: so your parents are still religious i go i gather oh yeah, yeah okay absolutely um, there is I'll, I'll get onto that i'll get into that in the in the back section because i've got these questions planned out and yeah the the blowback is uh, they come towards the back but um mm-hmm. uh, i'm just trying to think um yeah so for me I got uh, I was still a uh, yeah quite a fervent believer when I, not when I, when I got married myself and yeah we actually got um yeah my the church we were in you know they had uh, mar- they had, they had the ability to grant marriage uh, certificates and um and yes yeah, so i suppose but were, were there any life events that you no, that happened to you that your religion influenced how you how you handled it um, that that, that, may, that maybe you would have handled differently now that you're an atheist?
1: Well, I guess one thing that comes to mind is um, my uh, college career. Okay. So I went to school uh, both, both times I went to college. I went to college online. Mm-hmm. And I kind of did that because... Um, you know you know you get you get told all these horrible stories about you know how how bad and sinful college is you know and you know all the parties and all that bull crap you know and, yep,
0: and the, the, all, 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 all these a- liberal atheist professors are trying to trying to destroy
1: your faith yep absolutely yep. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. absolutely and 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 my parents really supported me and they supported me going to college but they they wanted me to do online. They, they were not necessarily going to accept me actually going to college at, at really an actual school. So I got my associate's degree at one time and then yep. I just finished my bachelor's I was, uh, can, can a I couple ask months what?
0: Ago. Can I ask it what in, oh, congratulations and what in?
1: So I got my associate's degree in uh, criminal justice um and the specialization of that degree was uh homeland security actually wow um yeah yeah. and (laughs) that didn't really go anywhere so i kind of wasted that money there but uh uh, and then i just graduated with my bachelor's in Mm -hmm. information technology so nice something that i actually like
0: So, oh, well, congratulations! Yeah. But okay, so basically, you. you're, you're the fear of being, uh, uh, how can I say, influenced by by worldly influence was what kept you away from the social connection that college gives you.
1: Yeah, yeah. Much like there is a lot of fear of the influence of you know those secular ideals and and uh, and the politics behind that. So yeah okay
0: that's uh that's that's interesting whereas um uh in in my religious belief um yeah like you know we were basically called to go out into the world and you know evangelize and like even if you weren't actively evangelizing you know at least set a good example of what christian christians can be like and for me i actually met my um, I met my wife through the university outreach at my at my university. Oh. So if I hadn't got if if I was in your in your position, I wouldn't have met, I wouldn't have met my wife, which is a right. changed change, change my life. Um, um, yeah, quite quite drastically. So yeah. I want to get into your your deconversion. Was your deconversion sudden, or was it was it a slow a slow climb up?
1: The, it started off slow. Yeah. Um, it started probably see it's, it's kind of hard to pinpoint because there are a lot yeah. of things that, that influenced no. it. Um, yeah, indeed,
0: indeed. And this is, this is a lot like, like mine was that, you know, there was a number, it wasn't just one thing. It was like a little, a little bit of a, a little bit of B, a little bit of C, a little bit of D, you know, you put them all together, but so, so look, I'll, I'll let you explain the factors behind your, your deconversion.
1: Sure. Yeah. So. I'm going to say that it started about five, six years ago, maybe. Okay. Um, You know, at that point, I was still, you know, I was actually just coming out of my uh, conservative political views um, that kind of coincided with the the, uh, Trump presidency. um, Mm -hmm. That kind of started to push me over the edge there um okay but in what way did donald trump push you out of protestant evangelicalism uh, it's uh it's kind of interesting there because you know he kind of he identified with the with the christians and all that but Mm -hmm. you know when you know whenever he spoke and you know you know spouting off all these racist diatribes and you know other things like that Uh, just just dumb stuff that
0: he that he says yep yeah
1: yeah this and and that was more more so like when he became president um that's kind of when i started to you know break away from that um Mm -hmm. because i saw the way the the christians were going you know they were getting more and more radical and um you know, well, I started... actually,
0: actually, I'll pause you there. Do you think Donald Trump actually is a Christian? No, <laughs> okay. no, no, not at all. Um... Because it's then really weird. Like I, I don't know for sure. I'll say that his behavior doesn't reflect um, what what we expect a Christian to be. But I, I think he'd be nominal at best. Yes, is so... uh, you know like like if he if he had a census form in front of him. And he was asked to identify, you know, what would he, he probably put, you know, Presbyterian or something, you know, or you know, I, I don't, I don't think yeah. on a census he would put the yeah, atheist slash agnostic. I think he'd put something, but that's just what you do for a census form kind of thing. And it's a bit like in Australia in the, um, according to the census data, like, you know, 60% of us are, you know, ident- at least 60% of us identify as some sort of uh Christian, Christian denomination but then church attendance is in decline. So how do you, how do you, how do you figure that? And I think a lot of it is just to do with how you, what, what, how you identify, you know, what, yeah, like I suppose, yeah, yeah what you, what you feel comfortable putting down. Um, and I sure. remember, I remember the the very first census that I I, I filled in, you know, I, I personally identified as, as an atheist, but I was filling it out with my family watching and <laughs> it's like, oh crap, you know, if I, if I, if I tick the atheist box, the, the cat's out of the bag and I'm not ready to, um, so yep. I, found, I found an excuse to walk, to, to go to the toilet and, the, yeah, the, by the time I got back, the rest of the form was filled out kind of things like dodge the a, a bullet, but, you know, so you're saying, so you found that Trump's, uh, approach to civility was what turned you off.
1: Yeah, that, and actually, at first, um, and I, I can't believe I'm saying this now, but <laughs> I, That's I right. actually kind of, kind of liked him at first because he was, at that, at that point when he started to run, I was still very conservative. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, and, you know, I don't share this with many people, but I was very discriminatory. Very, I, I was fairly racist but not not like kkk crap you know Um, (laughs) but you know was. so you're basically you're basically
0: you're basically a typical conservative well i I shouldn't i shouldn't say that because there are like decent conservatives out there but you're like like closer to a redneck rather than something else
1: yeah yeah you could say that um as like as this fox news Uh, uh, rush limbaugh guy you know <laughs> I, yeah, the, yeah. the the those typical conservatives yep. um and i i liked trump at first because you know i had been indoctrinated at that point to distrust the media yeah. um hate what they put out and
0: and fox news is the only reliable source that calls it down the middle kind of thing
1: right yeah yeah. Well, they're more radical than they were back then, even, <laughs> yeah. even more so. And there's more radical stuff popping up then. But um, anyway, um, so that's what kind of got me onto him. And then that that didn't last too long. I kind of started to break away from that. And, um, and then uh, my wife has been a Democrat for uh, her whole life. Okay. and so she uh she kind of helped help me break away from a lot of those beliefs because you know i was very anti-lgbt and mm-hmm. um yep. and all that so and she's very supportive of that so yep. she kind of helped me to you know kind of see the error of my thinking there you know they're not they're not harming you with their lifestyle so why hate them? Yep, but that's yep, that's... That, that's the tenets behind Christianity though is it says this in the Bible it's wrong, so you have to despise it.
0: Yeah, exactly you have to and like if you give any credence to secular thinking then then you're a friend with the world right or you you're a worldly Christian, you're not really a real Christian. you're a, like one of these fake Christians.
1: right. Exactly. And actually,
0: actually actually the point I wanted to make on, on Donald Trump was that it's just really weird how like that this guy who you know who is nominal at best has become the figurehead for Dominion theology. You know, he, he is yes. like, you know, like and all these um actually who was it that the, the church split um they did an episode on all these um uh evangelist prophets who are prophesying that, you know, Trump would be uh, first, he would win the election. He would win the election in a landslide. Um, All the court cases would, you know, verify uh, Trump as president. You know, the electoral college will uh, ratify him as president. Um, You know, God will do a miracle on inauguration day and sweep Biden away and all, all this kind of, you know, like they're not, they're not apologizing for their first mistake. They're doubling, tripling, quadrupling down, and making even more mistakes.
1: Yeah, and and it, it's just, <laughs> and you can't make that stuff up at that point. You know, no. it's just it's just such a pattern of stupidity and silliness. I mean, yeah, um, but but that, the, this the strange thing is, ten, um,
0: 10 years ago, that would have been us.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so you you were saying the strange thing is, yeah. Um, I I I don't know for a fact that Trump isn't a Christian, but like you said, if he is, it's nominal at best. Mm -hmm. But he was, and I give him very light credit for this. But he was, he was pretty masterful at manipulating the evangelical christians oh yeah i'll give him him, Um, i'll give him credit for that yeah you had a he he worked them over good (laughs) with that um but the the thing is they they didn't do their research i don't know if you saw the interview that he did um i think it was while he was running i don't remember who it was with either i want to say cnbc or Mm -hmm. uh, one of the mainstream outlets um but uh, they were talking about the Bible and his um, his, his favorite his rel- book or something. religion. Yeah, his favorite book or his favorite verse out of the Bible, and he was like, or or if he likes the Old Testament or the New Testament better, and he's like, uh, I like them both equally. Or <laughs> or I don't. I'm not going to talk about that because it's very personal to me. It's like, <laughs> dude, come on. Who's buying that?
0: Yeah. Well, it turns out that millions of people would... Water-
1: yeah as i was gonna say it still worked um so that's kind of the point that i wanted to make on on trump and yeah yeah the trump christian you know yes link yep. there yep. Um, but anyway, but that, so, so, that's just that's, kind of how it got started for me is okay at yep. that point
0: all right so then what what came next so so you you doubted the trump narrative and then so, then, then what next
1: so I, before I became an atheist, um, I my political views changed first. So I went from uh, being conservative to pretty progressive, like a Bernie Sanders, AOC okay. type. Yeah. So I'm fully all in on on that ideology now. Okay. Um, so that changed first and then you know listening to um youtube commentators online some of these new alternative media people um and there's there's several that i listened to um that started to, that started to have an effect on me too it started to give me those humanist values and okay yep yeah, yep yeah. and then you know it's you know i wasn't fully an atheist yet um so then i started started you know looking at scientific facts and um and then saw more of, of the horrible stuff in the bible um I, you know some of the atheist people that i started listening to was like Aaron uh, Ra and raw and um matt dillahunty and mm-hmm. uh seth andrews um yeah I'll, yeah I'll say
0: that... out of out of those three I do like I do like Seth. Seth seems to be the most uh he's amazing. He he is. yes. Uh, and he, like he's the most balanced uh, as well like um I've noticed like, and look um I kind of follow that same path as well. Um I've actually got R, R. R. R.'s book and he his book The Foundational Faults of Creationism. I've read it like twice now and it is yeah it yeah I, I quite like it. Um, Matt, I in, say in my walk out of Christianity, Matt's uh Matt's arguments, you know, really uh, what I found is his arguments um for like for philosophical naturalism and all that, you know, um amazing there. Um I find his debating style was well, like in an actual debate. I don't have a problem I don't have a problem with them in an actual debate, but I've kind of turned off the atheist atheist experience because most of the clips on that come out on YouTube are of him like going from zero to a hundred because yeah uh, because 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 a caller said something you know said something you know blatantly stupid. Whereas yeah. what what I found with that was that the episodes of the atheist the atheist experience without Matt were the episodes where like the caller actually got to make their point and it was more of a genteel debate rather than a you know F you this is my show kind of kind of thing. Um but yeah no yeah. um Seth, Seth Andrews yeah like one his his production values obviously his his background really really helps yeah. there but um but yes. yeah just just like the balance and the nuance and the gentleness in, he, in his arguments. Um I think for uh of his Christianity made me speak like an idiot. Yes
1: was was That's the one yeah
0: yeah and that was the one that kind of like really got me Holy, holy crap! This is uh, this this guy's got a point. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so so yeah. you're saying so, so so those three? Yeah. Uh, continue, continue on.
1: Yeah. Have you read Seth's new book yet?
0: No, no, I haven't. I haven't read his. Uh, I've, I've I've got him on the podcast, but I haven't actually read uh, either of his any of his books.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, he's. i bought it and I'm kind of in the middle of reading it right now. It's like it's like he's talking to me, like he's telling me my my story okay it it's insane um let me just
0: look that up uh what, what's his what's his book called
1: um it is uh confessions of a former fox news christian
0: ah yes i'm just uh looking looking at what is uh what he's got so he's got uh deconverted uh yeah. abraham's excellent adventure uh sacred cows and then your yeah, confessions of a former fox news yeah. Okay. I may I may have to uh, add it to my reading pile. Um yeah. Once I get past once
1: I finish my once I finish my current reading pile. Yeah. I am about halfway through it right now. It's okay. A really good read. Fair enough. Um, so so
0: then so- actually I'm gonna ask you on your atheism, um, mm-hmm. do you specifically say there are no such thing as gods, that God doesn't exist or gods don't exist, or are you more of a, a lactheist where um you are not convinced that god's exist or like what what would be yeah. your flavor of atheism
1: so i i think sometimes i fall in, in between those um yep. i think it's highly improbable that a god exists and if one does exist um he sure isn't making himself known <laughs> um, okay. so, um so um I th- I think that's where I fall, is that it's highly improbable, if not impossible. Um, so yeah, I'm, that's kind of where I'm at right now, I think. Okay. Um, the best answer is like, I don't know, you <laughs> know, but, but I don't go as far as the Christians and say, I don't know, therefore God. So, <laughs> Um, yep, there's so. old uh, uh,
0: argument from personal incredulity
1: mm-hmm.
0: all right so yeah. so then um so after seth andrew so what then what next i suppose the question is at what point did you decide did you decide that you know i may i may as well call i'm this far along i may mm-hmm. as well call myself an atheist what's that what's that tipping point
1: yeah and that's kind of exactly how it went though is after consuming enough of their content Mm -hmm. and you know finding out you know and actually i'll just kind of touch on this real quick is um, part part of my previous belief was that of course evolution wasn't real yeah and and the earth is young okay so so you so you were a young earth creationist pretty much yeah yep yep um so, and Aaron Ra really helped me with that portion because yeah, a yeah. lot of his videos are science based and yep. deal with that. Um, yeah, now so- I was going to
0: say on on my on on my side of the fence. Um, I I was anti evolution. However, in university, I got to study astronomy uh, astronomy at, at, at a very basic level for a semester. That in that one semester. Um, the evidence presented for the big Bang and we actually got to do do experiments to, to, to confirm this um, you know the, the big Bang is so replete with um, you know with observational data that you know the only thing that could overtake the big Bang is big Bang version 2. Mm-hmm. You know and it's like so I, I became I became so on that I became an old Earth creationist. Um, yeah. So yeah, so so the Earth is the Earth and the universe are billions of years old because of you know, the starlight problem and just all this stuff we find in geology. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, evolution, no one evolution is evolution is BS. Um, it's a political dogma. Um, anyone who questions it gets laughed out of the uh, gets laughed out of the classroom because you know, they're obviously hiding something. Um, yep. All that kind of stuff. So like there was a there was a chick tract. I oh, forget what I'm just gonna quickly look it up while I'm talking to you. There was a there was a chick-tracked Ah <laughs> oh, Big Daddy, that's right. Yeah, so if you look up <laughs> if you go to yeah yeah uh, chick.com um yeah the actually yeah so the 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 tr- the tracking made is big daddy where um yeah any anyone who questions the uh like you know like in the christian mindset evolution is this you know um this this dogma that's not not allowed to be questioned otherwise you know if you're a god a pious god-fearing person yeah kind of thing but then i realize that's the the wrong way wrong way of looking at it
1: yeah yeah. I I dare to say that doing any kind of astronomy courses or just researching basic astronomy for an hour will get you to stop believing that. Because
0: well, well no, I was just saying like studying it honestly will get you to uh, get, get yeah, the question. Yes. Because yeah. this, this is the thing, like you know, you can um you can uh you you can lead a you can lead a young earth creationist to water but you can't get him to can't get him to think
1: mm-hmm. yep yeah that's that's one of the things that's really got me into astronomy now i mean since, since i've become an atheist like science i've found a new love for science uh, same here yeah yep. it's Aaron ra richard dawkins um you know both of them have kind of you know reinvigorated that interest in science and yep, yep. Uh, bill and i you know a lot, a
0: lot of stuff bill and I, uh, yeah uh neil deGrasse tyson
1: yep yeah well. <laughs> i forgot about those two guys but yeah yeah both like, of them have been
0: like, like not only are they qualified in science but they also they're also educators as well
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: Yep. which is uh we need we need more uh we need more science education
1: yeah well, for sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah, serious okay. lack of that
0: so, 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 what what is the time gap between you considering yourself an atheist and then you coming out and declaring yourself an atheist? Like, what? How much time between those two steps, and what happened?
1: So, this is the funny thing: is that I'm technically not out to uh, much of my family. Oh, like okay. my, my parents have no clue. Well, really, may, maybe have no clue okay they know they know i'm a democrat so i'm sure they, they probably <laughs> which is as I good as atheism of, right i was gonna say they probably can guess that i'm leaning that way now yep. um i share a lot of uh, uh, posts on facebook um about like democratic politics and yeah and i i was nonstop like attacking trump policy um during his term mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and I think I, I I did make a mistake a few days ago. I actually commented on uh, one of Seth, Seth Andrews' Facebook posts, and um, he had a picture in his post that said atheism in it. <laughs> and I was like, well, they might know now. <laughs> that cats out um, of the bag, guys. Right? Yeah.
0: Okay, but let's say your friends and family, and like let's say, you, well, sorry, your, your friends and colleagues, and like people who are your ex church, for example, like do people at your church know that you're an atheist?
1: Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't explicitly told them. The only people that I've explicitly told, um, well, I guess explicitly, uh, yep. is my wife. Okay. Um, yep. Yep. My in-laws. Kind of know I'm going that way, and mm-hmm. they don't care. I mean, you know, they're fine with it. <laughs> they're like the coolest people ever. So I'm pretty lucky there. They're not I, I, gonna I, I dis- tell. Dis- I dis- tell
0: I'm going to stop you. There. So, is your wife a Christian or an atheist? So well, well, somewhere she's, somewhere she's, in
1: between. Yeah, she's kind of she's kind of interesting because mm-hmm. she doesn't believe a lot. Anything I don't want to say anything, but a lot of what the Bible says um but she believes that there's some sort of afterlife okay because she says that she's seen uh, her grandfather after he passed away okay yep yep um so you know you see a ghost you know you think there's got to be um you know something after life um yep. i haven't had any experience like that and i don't have any evidence to suggest that that's the case so i'm still skeptical about that but she's pretty convinced that there is okay. i don't th- you know she doesn't go to church or anything so i don't think she's a a christian per se but she's got kind of the some spiritual so um, she, she, she's a lot spiritualist. Somewhere. yeah maybe maybe something like that okay um, all
0: right not fair enough yeah all right so you so um, what so what what were we asking um yeah so uh and your your ex your ex church or your your former church or your church friends yeah
1: um yeah they they don't they don't know and i don't know if they would even care too much if okay. if i was to even come out as that um yeah some, some of them I think as long as you're a good person, I think they're cool with you. Okay. Um, so, and, and I wish there was more of that, you know, there's just so much of that knee jerk reaction. Oh, you're an atheist. You're a bad person. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: And this is, and this is, that, that kind of ties into one reason why I still, you know, I, I'm still friends with uh, religious people why i have no problem going to church um and it was actually ironic that after i came out as atheist i actually made more friends in my church than what it was when i was a christian um because sure. you know, I, I felt i felt more comfortable in my skin i felt more comfortable in my beliefs um i was prepared to talk about these kind of deeper things with with people yeah um yeah and it's actually it's actually kind of worked out <laughs> worked out pretty well um, that's
1: probably the best scenario you could have asked for there
0: yeah, yeah exactly um and look that, that got that tied me into like i got to know um there's a there's a few young earth creationists at my church uh one of them one of them is trying to sue the state education department to have evolution taken out of the education curriculum uh, out, out, out of the science curriculum and there's yep. an, there's another guy at my church who is a speaker for Creation Ministries International, which is okay. like which is like the the Australian arm. Um, they're, they're a sister organization to Answers in Genesis. Like ah, okay. like uh, AIG and CMI both have the same parent uh, parent company that then
1: split up. Yeah, like uh, uh, that's Ray Comfort, right? No, no, no. Is that's it, um, Ken right. Ham. Ken Ham.
0: Oh, Ken, Ken, Ham, yeah. So, so, so Ken I, I get all those guys messed no. up. <laughs> so, so Ken Ham's on the AIG side of it, and then the Australian branch or the, the Australian sister is Creation Ministries International. I forget who runs that, but yeah. So, this guy who goes to my church, he, um, yeah, he's actually one of their speakers, and yeah, we've gotten to some uh, very, very interesting debates. And that's so. So yeah, yeah. So um. So when you, so you didn't get much blowback when you came out then, did you?
1: No, because you haven't really yeah. come out. No, not not fully. Um, okay. Yeah, my wife doesn't care. I mean, <laughs> I she's uh, she's pretty easygoing, so mm-hmm. um, I think she's more happy that I abandoned my uh, um, conservatism. My, my conservatism. Yeah. Okay, not fair
0: enough. Whereas um, with me, yeah. I, I'm in the I'm in this weird position where. I married as as a Christian, um, mm-hmm. so yeah, so my my wife is from like used to go to a Methodist church,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that's so when you say Methodist, like okay, yep, I kind of know if they feel where you're coming from. Um, yeah. And yeah, so my my wife is like I, I'd say my wife is you know probably a little bit a little bit more than nominal, but you know, mm-hmm. um, but like she 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 hasn't read a Bible in ages. I'll put it like that. Um, yeah. My two sisters in law are both um, active in their church, and my parents in law, you know, they, you know, they, they, they definitely believe. Though that they're they they're not Bible thumpers, but yeah, they definitely believe.
1: Yeah, that, um, that's a, an interesting dynamic. It,
0: it is, it is. So um, like, it's got to the point. Like, so when I when I first came out, I was uh, how can I say I was excitable. Is probably the 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 best way of putting it and i may have you know verbally slapped some people across the face kind of thing and turn turn people off
1: sure and so
0: so now religion in my in my family dynamic is one of those things that we don't talk about yeah you know um so so there's that and like i i haven't actually said to my in-laws that i am an atheist though though i think they suspect but like we we don't, as I said, we don't we don't discuss we, we don't discuss religion anymore. Is yeah. is the thing. Um, my my parents so my parents were, were nominal, so they're like you know they are more surprised. Oh, so when did you become an atheist? Well, yeah, you know, a couple few years back, kind of thing. You know, kept it quiet.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the tricky part with with family like that. You know, it's you don't want to rock the boat too much. Um. Cause you don't, I don't, you don't want to, you know, disrupt things and, you know, destroy relations, relationships. No, no, no exactly, exactly. Um, I, You know, it, you can, you can do it with reasonable people, I think. Um, but, you know, if you got ones that are just, they're like so committed to it that they're not going to change their mind or they're, they're going to react very strongly towards you you know that's you know that's not the situation you want to be in and that's no. kind of how i would feel if i started to come out to my parents
0: okay yeah so i suppose the question is like, like how how do you come out to your parents and um like i don't i don't advocate lying but you know i think maybe you have to actively hide you know yeah. until until you know you know the coast the coast the coast is clear and there's there's a couple of there's a couple of atheists on on twitter that i'm i'm good friends with who are literally waiting for their parents to die before they actually come out.
1: Yeah. And see, so that's a, that's a shame. It
0: is, but you know, like, what, what do you do is like, if, if mm-hmm. people only look at the, at the religion and not at the person, then you get these like, you know, stuffed up situations where you have to hide, you have to couch, you have to, you have to watch what you say on Facebook. You have to watch what you put on Twitter. You have to, you know, all the kind of stuff. Otherwise, you are got you are going to rock the boat. Now it's like, yeah, like us as atheists don't care that you are a Christian. But why do you, as a Christian, care that we're we're atheists? Kind of thing. So it's not really us rocking the boat. It's you getting upset at a personal decision of ours that literally harms
1: no one. Right. See, and that's and that's and that's the thing is, you know, we spend so much time being tribalistic. Mm-hmm. you know we can't we can't get past our differences when it really has no effect on people like i don't care if people are christians but it's the point when you start forcing that onto other people that's when i have a problem hmm. um,
0: which then goes into yeah, your dominion dominion theology mm-hmm. kind of thing yeah. um so i'm going to ask you a series of br- very brief so I'm just trying to think what's what's the time now so it's probably been roughly roughly about now that's that's cool about about the time that we yeah. planned for. Um yeah. so the first question I'm going to ask is what's your opinion on the existence of Jesus? Did Jesus exist or do you think he was solely solely a myth?
1: That's a that's a question that I've grappled with for a while now. Mm-hmm. Um and honestly I don't have a I don't have a a solid answer for you on that one because i just i don't know there's I, as far as i know there's no evidence for him like um it. but uh you know there's there was probably people back then named jesus Yeah. Yep. so th- there could have been a jesus you know who claimed to be this supernatural you know ambassador the, the, or whatever the, 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 the messiah <laughs> right and was crucified for blaspheming or something like that you know but so, so
0: basically there was a mundane person who then uh, had the legend grow up around him which spawned a new uh, religious movement
1: i i think that could be a plausible explanation okay. um i don't i don't believe in the supernatural deeds that he did like yep. bringing lazarus back to life or resurrecting from the dead i mean Get, show me proof of that and then i'll believe it but <laughs> yeah. but the claims um, are the proof right yeah yeah no i i, I, like could, I haven't heard that before
0: no no exactly like <laughs> I, I personally like when i um i take a lot of notes from richard carrier uh richard carrier is probably the most academic um the most academically noteworthy uh mythicist around um i've got a couple of his books um i'm not completely sold on mythicism though i do think that he makes some excellent points but he's, he's, he's his his probably most salient point is that the whole field of jesus studies needs to go back to the drawing board to actually come up with the proper methodology and on and on that i'll i'll stand with him 100 um on these conclusions i'm still investigating both sides but yeah i think the uh but I, I personally don't believe Jesus existed, or that Jesus is
1: the son of God, simply because the Bible tells me so. Right. That's the I, thing I, is like, why should we believe what the Bible says anyway?
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, because it's the inerrant word of God.
1: Yeah. And again, then you have to say, we'll prove it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> True it is. exactly so I'm, I'm going to throw a few uh very basic uh christian talking points out i just want your 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 very brief thoughts uh point one survival of the fittest equals social darwinism
1: so <laughs> um i mean and i guess maybe an argument I don't know if that's even the point that darwin is making but i think just like the basic tenets of evolution it's like you know you know creatures are going to adapt to things and the traits that don't work or the ones that can't survive in a spot they're going to evolve and adapt to their changing environment so I don't think that's entirely true maybe um
0: no well look um and this is the thing like one uh-huh. of the things I noticed is that like people will take survival of the fittest as like a, a a cue to kill all the you know undesirable people
1: yeah, yeah so so
0: like people yeah. people take survival of the fittest as in well hold on well why why are you altruistic shouldn't you as a evolution evolutionist atheist you know have you know kill people who are weaker than you to make sure that you know you survive nobody you know survive the fittest is just fitness to the environment it doesn't mean to kill everybody around you to ensure you survive you know um yeah exactly uh, point two you worship yourself or you have made yourself into your own god
1: (laughs) i've heard that one before Um, really okay yeah um. Yeah, it's yeah. Obviously, it's not true. No. But um, it's kind of fun to mess with them on that, though, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Um,
0: I I was like my uh, one of my family um basically said that one to me, and I was so tempted to come back to say, well, look, you know, if I do worship myself, if I've made myself into my own god, then that means I'm the only god whose existence has been verified. <laughs>
1: Yeah. That's a good yeah, that, one. That, that
0: would that would upset that, a lot of people. I didn't say it. But I, was, I was I was on the to tip of my tongue. Uh, number yes. 3. Number 3. Who hurt you?
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. Nobody I, hurt me. Yeah, well, I just <laughs> became more educated.
0: <laughs> oh man, I've I've got I got that question, you know, um yeah, from people who knew me when i was like this really devout believer and so oh, who in the church abused you what do they do to you i said no and like you yeah, i just i questioned my beliefs um yeah number four why aren't you skeptical of your skepticism
1: <laughs> yeah uh because my skepticism has evidence to the contrary <laughs> <laughs> so i've got evidence against against your god and against your holy book. So I'd say my skepticism is so far proving to be more accurate than my Christian beliefs. So, okay. yeah.
0: number five naturalism leads to nihilism.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah i've
0: heard that if we're just the byproducts of exploding stars where does altruism come from where does you know why why do we care that you know one lot of particles is owning another lot of particles and making them work for the rest of their lives you know kind of thing
1: yeah and i i've looked into nihilism a little bit i'm not terribly familiar with it but from what i've seen there's like different types of nihilism oh yeah exactly Um, yeah it's
0: not just a The
1: catch-all, right? uh, Right. The catch-all thing. But here's here's the thing: is you know we've we've only got one life here, so we should just enjoy what we have here and and be who we are, you know. And you know, not resort to believing in myths or you know, wasting our lives here waiting for something. Fair enough. Uh, Number six. Of course, the Big Bang happened.
0: God said it, and it went bang.
1: It doesn't say that in the Bible. (laughs) (laughs) That's not what it says. But and I I I know there there's been some that are trying to say that okay, the Big Bang happened, but God did it. Yeah, this is this is the thing. Like, well, yeah, I've I've moving the goalposts again.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like mm-hmm. I've heard the um the creationists, you know, Dwayne Gish, uh Kent Hovind, you know, kind of thing. Of course a big bang happened. God said it and it went bang.
1: Yeah. You know, kind of, you yeah. know. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. Okay. Well, you're now you're contradicting your book and what you said in the past. So uh,
0: actually, and just 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 on that, there was I I don't know if you ever ever come come across this. Who was it? Um Hugh Hugh Ross versus Kent Hovind. There was a video they that they, they were in a debate um, back in the eighties. Like it look, it looked, it looks like it was filmed on a potato. Is how good the video quality was. But um, yeah, I don't know if you've uh, if you have time, I would suggest you listen to that, and you get to hear a especially especially when they get to the Big Bang. Um, so what they do is that they go through like the first couple of chapters of Genesis to discuss various various topics that you know the a reading of that literal theology makes and. Yeah, I got to say, Hugh Ross wipes the floor with Kent Hovind, and the the uh, the way Kent Hovind defend, like Kent Hovind's most potent defense was that the God I worship wouldn't wouldn't write a book that needs a degree to be understood. (laughs) It's like, wow, that's uh, yeah, yeah, that's not a great point. No, no. Um, number seven, you're denying the God that died for you
1: yeah i hear that i've heard that many times in my debates and on twitter um you know they just throw that out there it's like yeah but he didn't really die (laughs) he 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 uh
0: he had he had had a a, weekend off
1: yeah he had a crappy weekend came back a day and a half later and lost nothing out of it it's like like if i gave somebody a million dollars then a couple days later i kill them and get my million dollars back it's like <laughs> i lost nothing <laughs> that's,
0: it, that's it actually i might use that one in my um, in my device later. that's a good one um yeah. god is allowed to kill people because he's the creator of life he can give life and he can take life away
1: yeah yeah i've, I've heard that one too it's uh that one really just that uh, i'd actually i'd actually i'd actually say it's
0: sacrificing your humanity yeah you know if If, you know if if you're allowed to um if you give god the free pass to kill people because you know he you know he started life and he can take it then it's like well you you don't really care that people die you just care who does the killing
1: right and that's uh and on that point that's that also aided in like my kind of disgust for kind of this religion because you look at you know exodus 21 Le- yes, leviticus yep. 25 second uh, timothy um, Well,
0: actually even in like first samuel 15 uh numbers 31 yep uh deuteronomy twenty ten. Um, that Joshua 10, where it literally says that God killed more people with hail than, than he did,
1: uh, with the sword, yeah, and you know, and, the slavery and genocide, and yeah,
0: well, I was, I, I was just gonna say, like, one of the points that that helped solidify my, um, or my belief that biblical morality isn't really morality is that, um, so in Joshua 10, you know, the story with the story where the sun stands still yeah um, the question came to me was like um you know God did like a, a this big wor- world stopping miracle but what for what purpose did he use his miraculous powers? Did he use his miraculous powers to ensure that the world had enough food or did he use his miraculous powers to help Israel kill people? And the answer right. is that he helped Israel kill people yes. Yeah, he didn't like you know ensure that like nobody went hungry. He didn't ensure that you know the serial killers were stopped. He didn't ensure that you know that the opium poppy was no longer available. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like I'm gonna I'm gonna make the sun stand. I'm gonna make the earth stand still. Yeah. And actually, no, no, no. They made the sun stand still because they believe in a flat earth. Remember, right. and you know, and the, and for the for the sole purpose of helping joshua and the army kill people it's like well thanks god that's um yeah, yeah re- re- remind me to thank you sometime
1: yeah and, and i yeah and and every time a, a theist brings that up to me like you know, you're rejecting the god that died for you and or 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 uh you know god's the creator of the universe he can do whatever he wants Uh, yeah i had a whole long debate with the guy on this and and i said okay yeah but that's horrible stuff uh so you know by that standard he's not worthy of my worship (laughs) even if he was real um i wouldn't worship that god
0: Yep, that's a, that's a good point. And the, the last the last talking point I'll throw at you is naturalism says that we are merely particles, but the Bible says we are made in the image of God.
1: Yeah. So, you know, again, it's just why should we believe what the Bible says when we have scientific evidence to prove it otherwise?
0: Mm. Well, yeah. the, the fact that we're made in the image of God doesn't stop us from being particles. And right. my my response to this was that you know like humans, so Christians and atheists are made of the same particles. Like if you put a an atheist in in front of a, you know if you run through an MRI or a spectrometer, and then get him to convert, and then put him through the MRI and the spectrometer again, you know he's made of the same stuff. Yeah. It, it's not like his material his his atomic structure disappears and now he's this he's this incorporeal entity you know he's still a human made of particles
1: yeah it's yeah it's to me it's just a it's just a stupid argument when (laughs) people when people say that it's just again you're you're copying something out of a holy book i'm quoting proven science i mean you lose (laughs) the only way you're winning is that you think it in your head so you
0: really really believe it so it must be true
1: right yeah, indeed exactly and, yeah. and the thing is they don't even get that they don't understand that
0: no because because God has to win God has to win every argument, every debate, every uh, every contention like basically mm-hmm. God God isn't allowed to lose so you get to rewrite the rules of logic and and debating to make sure mm-hmm. that God wins
1: yep so, exactly right. so
0: if you know in a moral in a moral debate oh God's allowed to kill, therefore God's not immoral. Um, right. You know, slavery was right for the time. Or the, the Bible doesn't really say they're slaves; it says they're servants.
1: Uh-huh. You know, I've heard they, that one too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: therefore, God's not immoral. Um, you know, God's the creator of life, and therefore, God owns life, which means, therefore, God's not immoral. Yeah, all, all, that, all that kind of stuff. Anyway, Taylor yeah. it has it has been an absolute pleasure chat for last hour with you, getting to know your your back life, your story, your current thoughts on on you know the on theism and atheism, so I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you with the last word.
1: Yeah, it's uh it's been a pleasure. I appreciate you bringing me on. Um, it's this is kind of like the first you know long form conversation that I've had with someone about I'm, I'm my right conversion and and uh, and my views right now. It's uh definitely a pleasure to and kind of a relief actually to start talking about it. So, it's, uh, so I, the, I appreciate you bringing me on.
0: No, is the, the, the cat's out of the bag then?
1: Uh, yeah, at least for your <laughs> listeners anyway. Yeah. <laughs> at least for people who are going to see this. So, no, yeah. Fair
0: enough. Um, so we can find you at uh, Humanist Rocker on Twitter.
1: Yep. Yep. You can find me at Humanist Rocker and, you know, I, I post probably every day or, you know, post on other people's things so try to create some conversations and
0: and the two books you would recommend for someone to read
1: are oh boy um i haven't delved into too many uh books from atheists yet but i would definitely recommend um uh confessions of a former fox news christian that's a that's a that's and that's the one that i'm reading right now it's it's very interesting It's like my life story right now so it's uh, that's definitely one i would recommend and i know a lot of people recommend you know the god delusion and um and stuff like that that's actually on my reading list so i'll probably be reading that one um, so those, those would be probably two recommendations from me okay
0: um, excellent well, well taylor thank you for your time i hope you have a great week and i hope that you know you, you get you get to safely spread uh, the word of rational rational and critical thinking
1: absolutely thank you very much i appreciate it week. So you too Bye. Yep. bye if you enjoy this podcast subscribe
0: and rate it on whatever platform you find it on and share it on your social media continue the discussion on the discussion post as well as check out more thought provoking content over at www TallFriendlyAtheistDad.com. If you wish to be a guest, would like me as a guest on your podcast or platform, or even to be a sponsor, head over to the Twitter account for this podcast, at TFADpod. But the best way to support this podcast is to head over to the iTunes bookstore or Google Play and purchase your copy of The Best Religion for the Task at Hand, A Response to Creationism, and why humanism is morally superior to the Bible. You'll be engaged by it. Thank you for listening to the Tall Friendly Atheist Dad Podcast. Have a great day. Have a
1: great week. See you next time.